Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hi guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am back again with another episode. I think I'm refreshed this time. I told you guys I was going to work on myself and I did, so I'm ready. (laughs) No, seriously, I hope everyone is having a great week so far. um, We're doing love week at my church, which means that we are spreading love all of this week. I started my Uh, spread love campaign on Sunday and I will continue to do good deeds throughout the week until this is over. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about our kids. Yes, we're going to talk about our kids today. I, I think all of us have had this conversation with somebody, with people forever. We talk about this generation and how the kids are not the same as we were. And of course, our parents used to say that we weren't the same as they were. So this is like an ongoing concept here, but we'll dive into it and we'll see how everyone feels once I say my little piece on this. So what about our kids, you say? It has been an ongoing debate, as I stated, about how these kids are so different from what we were, how they are privileged and they uh, don't work hard and they're lazy and they don't do for themselves, so on and so forth. And we all can beg to differ. But I think in this case, say that there are different opinions. But I think in this case, we're all the same in that what is wrong with these kids today, right? What is wrong with them? What I tend to think mostly that's a general uh, new thing across the board with all of the the new generation is that they have uh, access to more information than we had. You know, the world became smaller for them, whereas we um, we really didn't have the Internet. I think, you know, my my day, we it started towards, you know, uh, maybe college, late high school, something like that. I don't remember, but it still wasn't the same as they have it now. So the world became a lot smaller. We had to. We had to look up things on encyclopedias and, you know, we didn't use calculators in high school and we got sent books home and they get to use calculators. They have uh, their phones where they can just look up the answer when they are doing homework and they can just figure it out. And everything is so instant. It's just instant gratification. They don't have to wait on things. They don't have to, you know, wait to, until something is released. They can pre-order stuff. They can get things delivered to their door. Um, when I'm when we had virtual learning and my son was home and I had to still report to the office, he was door dashing things. He didn't have to worry about cooking something or making a pizza in the microwave. He can use his little you know card and order something. They we and what we did. I mean, I live a couple of minutes away from a store that sells cooked food. He back in my day, we would have just walked and wouldn't have even bothered our parents to say we're hungry. We would have just gone to the store ourselves and got something and that be it. But this generation just has everything at their fingertips. It's all just easy. 
But another part that I feel like makes it easy for our children is us. Now, if you haven't recognized the current theme of all of the topics that I've talked about on this podcast, let me enlighten you. My niche has always been, has been, I've noticed, will be, is self-awareness. At the end of the day, we have to look ourselves in the mirror and figure out what our role in all of this is. No matter what the topic is, hold yourself accountable. Look at where you can go wrong. I feel like the world will be a better place if we all swept around our own front door before we try to sweep around someone else's. That's an old like gospel song that used to my grandma used to play. So if you know the song, you know what I'm talking about. But it just means mind your own business. Figure out your own issues before you try to start worrying about other people's. And I think that that's our biggest issue. So any topic I talk about is always going to be it is always going to be where do you fit in all of this? Where do you see yourself? How can you make the situation better by making yourself better? Because at the end of the day, that's all we can control. So as parents, what is our role in all of this? Because I don't think we feel like we play one. But we have a huge role into into why our kids are the way they are. So let's break it down. I myself personally don't like the word spoiled. There is no positive meaning to that word. It literally means to harm someone's character, diminish, demise, all still negative words. So when people say my kids are spoiled, okay, nothing positive about that. But we brag on that. I think that we we feel like our kids are a reflection of us or how well we're doing. And so it's, you know, they're our little mini me's. Um, And so we want to show the world like, look, I made it. This is what I can do. I'm going to, you know, give my kids the finest. They're going to get everything I never had, you know, so because we didn't have, we want to provide them with it. But a lot of times we didn't have because our parents didn't have it. In some cases, our parents did have, but we weren't going to get because what do we do to deserve it? And now we don't make our kids work for anything. We just want to spoil them because we want to uh, feel like we are using our, our, our status or our current wealth as something. And what else better to, you, you know, to spend our riches on or to, to show the world that we've made it and we can do than feeding it or putting it back into our kids. So I understand that, but we do it in, for material things and not necessarily for uh, the other things. So my philosophy is that it's not about what you do for your kids, but it's what you teach them to do for themselves. If you are not raising them to be individuals, if you're not raising them to be able to take care of themselves, if you're not raising them to be productive citizens, then what are you doing? What you're raising them to do is to be your forever children, because that's what's going to happen. They're going to forever depend on you if you're not raising them to be independent. And that's what we're not doing. We're giving, we're giving. We're not raising. And when I say raising a kid, I don't mean discipline a kid because I think that we get that confused. So, you know, not raising them. And it's like, oh, I feed you. I make sure you got a roof over your head. I buy you school clothes. You know, all of those things. I take you to school. I pick you up. No, that's not raising. Again, what are you teaching them? What are you teaching them when they leave your house? Are they going to be able to take care of themselves or will they not leave your house because they don't know how to take care of themselves? What do you allow them to do? We're so scary now. Nope, don't touch my stove. You can't do that. You know how many kids don't have a driver's license at 16? Man, we died to get our license. We were trying to get it at 12. What do you mean? But nowadays, why do I have to? I got Uber. I got Lyft. I got my parents, including my mama. I got my daddy, my grandma take me somewhere. 
Why? Because we so scared. Mm -mm, You're not getting behind my car. You're not going to wreck my car. You're not going to tear my car up. We're not teaching them how to be adults because they're not our children forever. We gave birth to them, but we, it's our job to make sure that they can sustain. How do you expect for your son to be able to take care of his own family if you don't give him responsibilities, if you don't even make him pick up after himself, if he doesn't have to work for the money that you give him? All you do is give it. He didn't have to do anything. At these times, they don't even have to get good grades. I'm just going to give him a couple of dollars in his pocket so he can stun on people and he can be like, yeah, I got it. No, you don't have it. Your parents have it. That is totally different. I don't care who you are. You are not what your parents have or what they don't have. We all are individuals and we have to get it on our own, contrary to what we believe. But obviously there's help and support there. You're going to, you know, you should have your children's back and be able to help them. But there's no such thing as help. I feel like these days, it's just a give. It literally is just a, a give. So when you think about what people say about generational curses, What type of generational curse are you causing or have caused or continuing with, right? And I think that there's two types of people, right? You have people who, oh my God, I hate the way my mom or my parents raised me. So I am going to be the exact opposite of what my parents were. And then you have the people that are like, my mama did it this way. My daddy did it this way. This is the way I'm doing it. Either way, I feel like they're both wrong. Why? Because you got to look at the natural temperament of your kids And then you have to look at your situation. So when people say nature versus nurture, I think that that's what they, you know, that is not think that is what they mean. And sometimes I feel like it has to be an equal balance. Now, is that a difficult task? Of course it is. But speaking from someone who has a grown child, and I mean real grown as if, you know, she's 28. So I feel like I can speak on this, but they don't get better. You know, they're going to need more as they get older, especially if you didn't do what you needed to do in the beginning. So as someone who's already made that mistake, who's already recognized what I could have done better, what I should have taught her when she was, you know, growing up versus now her trying to learn these things. Why? Because it was easier for me as a parent to sometimes just do, you know, I was working and going to college. So here I am working till three o'clock and then going to work from like 4.30 to 12. So here she told me all week, I got the science project. I got the science project. I don't have time. By, by the time I, I pick her up from wherever I'm, she's sleepy. It's just a tuck in type of situation. There's no in between. I don't have any in between. I don't have a in between to stop something. I'm just on go. Right. So then what do I do? I do the report for her. I stay up after I get off at 1230 and I do the science fair project. And then when we wake up in the morning. What do I say? All right, here's the plan. This is what you did your project on. This is what you have to remember. Here's your note cards. Make sure you read them. Okay, go over them real quick before you get ready to get on the bus and let me know if you have any questions. Right. What did she learn? She learned that when the rubber meets the road and when it got, it has to be done, my mom is just going to do it for me. I don't have to put no effort in it because her day was hard and because she's been inconvenienced by life, then now it makes it easier for me. She didn't learn anything from that because I didn't want her to experience being an adult as a child and having responsibilities. I didn't give her any because I had so many and I wanted her to just be a kid. But with being a kid, she didn't learn any responsibilities. And I don't mean cleaning your room. To me, that's a non-negotiable. That's your space. You clean up behind yourself. But again, what are you teaching them? Do you walk your child through how to wash their clothes? And I don't mean put your basket in the hallway. I don't mean just separate your clothes. Do they know how to run the washing machine? Do they know how to separate? Do they know how to run it? Do they know what detergent is? Which one goes where? How they put the Clorox in the white clothes? Do they, do they understand that? 
and not just do it, but why are we doing this? Did it understand how to use the dishwasher, which buttons to use, how all of that works, how to turn on the oven, how to cook, make just a basic like pot pan of eggs. Like, do they understand that? Why? Because what if something happens to you? Are your kids going to be able? Then that's our worst fear. I think that and mm-mm, don't quote me. And the Panthers, you know, film is forever. But when he was in the in the garden with his dad and he was just like, you know, what type of father am I if I didn't raise you to be able to take care of yourself when I was gone? Like, what type of father would I have been? So I want you all to think about that. Like, what kind of parent are you being if your kid isn't able to take care of themselves when you're gone? Because that's your job. Your job is to raise them so that when you're not around, they're going to be okay. And we dropped the ball on that. It's the truth. It is the exact truth. We drop the ball. We are not putting stuff into our kids. We're expecting them to just learn it as they go through life. And don't say they go to school because I promise you the structure of school is the same. And you know that you did not learn life skills. Maybe back in the day because we did have homemade, but that doesn't exist. So (laughs) your kid is not, I said all that to say your kid is not getting life skills. Okay. They might not learn a little personal finance a little bit. It's still not the same as here. You, here's a little debit card for you. When you want to get these little things, you go get it yourself. I know for my son, I signed him up for a separate little cash app card. And I did that because I needed him to understand what transactions look like. I needed him to understand that you have a starting point to your funds. And if you're not putting anything back in, then your money is just going to deplenish. And when that happens, you're not going to have anything. So when he gets his little birthday and Christmas money and all of that, you know, all of that money gets loaded. And then now when you want to buy all of these things and I say, well, you know, you're on your own, that's yours. And he starts to see that money just drop, 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 drop. And then, you know, we tell him, hey, if you do some chores around the house, we'll give you this, you'll get this money, you know, but he doesn't do it. And so now you're at zero dollars and then you're wondering why, oh my God, I don't have any money. I don't have anything to put it back in, you know, and he likes, to, you know, his 2K games and his Maddens and, you know, they like to buy their little man and soup him up, you know, get all this, these clothes for him. And, you know, he likes to play live. So that's a subscription. You got to, you know, sign up. All of that stuff costs and you have the money to do it. You shouldn't be the one swiping your car for those subscriptions. You shouldn't be the one feeding into that program and getting in those things. That's something that they want. That's optional. I'm not required as a, a parent to make sure you, I, um, you know, feed into your hobby. That's not my responsibility. You know, we got some bare basics and that's not it. And I know I had um, a lot of people have had this discussion and um, myself the same you know, I, I saw this posted somewhere and, and we've had the discussion like, do should you kick your child out at like 18? Like, oh, they're 18. They're an adult. Well, if you hadn't taught them anything, then no, you shouldn't, because it means that they're not ready. And even if you have taught them things, sometimes at that tender age, like, OK, I just graduated high school. That may not be the age, but it should not be 30. Do you understand? Because, again, why aren't they prepared I'm sorry, I'm not in the business of having adult children still live. And I'm not in the business of like having forever children. They're not supposed to be your forever kids. At some point, they're supposed to grow up. And at some point, they're supposed to be in a position to take care of themselves and other people, whether that be children or whatever spouse that they're a guy that they've taken on. And even as a wife, you have to be able to provide um, or help support. So what are you doing? So please don't blame our babies 
all for this because we are to blame. And let me backtrack a bit because I do think it's important to give our kids responsibilities. However, I don't think that our responsibilities are their responsibilities. Like, for example, you have a you have a child that we're going to say 14 and they have a lot of younger siblings. And now you've made it that 14 year olds responsibility to take care of all of their siblings. So they cook for them. They clean up after them. They wash them they get them ready for bed. And all you do is yap on the phone with your homegirls. You don't or homeboy or whatever. You know, it could be a two parent household. It can be a single parent household. It don't matter. My point is you have gave that 14 year old that responsibility. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't have any. I just don't think it's fair to give them all because they didn't have those kids. And that is not their responsibility to take care the whole household while you just relax. Now, can you say, hey, you have the responsibility of cooking two days out of the week for your siblings and getting them ready for bed. I am okay with that. Now, do I think that this is an everyday task, all day task? That's a bit unfair. But, you know, that's my that's my take on it. You can do whatever you want to do in your household, which we all do. So no way, shape, fashion or form. Am I telling anybody what to do? I'm just adding my two cents and what I feel. Before you start to blame those kids, think about what you are doing. And I promise you, I don't, I just need you all to see a little correlation here, right? In the city that I live in, there's a lot of violence and the violence comes from some of the younger generation and the kids are out doing whatever. They're breaking and entering, they're robbing, they're, it's gang violence, like all of these different things are going on. And I'm sure it's not just in my community, it's in communities all over the place, no matter the race. But why do you think this is the case? The kids don't have anything to do. They're not doing anything. And even if you live in a city where there's something to do, they haven't been taught how to sustain a living by trying to work and maintain that. They don't know what else to do. So if I get caught up in this organization that's saying to me, if you do this, then you will get this. That sounds better than you not giving me any directives other than get out my face. I'm on the phone. Leave me alone. Go to bed. I don't care what you do. Just leave me alone. Stop all that noise. Yelling isn't raising and discipline isn't raising either. Discipline is discipline. Two different definitions. So hold yourself accountable. As I always say, make sure that you, and I know, I know, I know with my son, it is a hard thing to do. I am, um, just naturally not a teacher with the patience that it takes to say, Hey, we're going to walk through this step. No, you do it this way. But I understand how important it is for him to get that because if he doesn't get it, then who's going to give it to him. If I don't teach him how to ball water, how is he going to know? I don't really think that we think about that. You want him to watch YouTube videos? Well, that's fine. But that's not teaching your kids and you can't then be mad when you you feel like they're dishonoring you as a parent. I didn't raise you this way. Well, how did you raise them? Remember, kids don't do what you say. They do what they see. I'm going to say that one more time. They don't do what you say. They do what they see. So if they see that you don't care, if they see that you never give them directives, if you see that if they see that they are left to their own devices to come and go as they please, that is what they're going to do. It doesn't matter if you say, don't be coming in and out of my house. Don't be going over there. Don't be staying the night. Don't do all of this. They're going to do what they see and what they're allowed to do. And that's just factual. That's not up for debate. I, I Again, if we're being intellectually honest with ourselves, we know that what our kids do is a direct reflection of who we are and how we discipline them. And I'll give you an example. 
My mom used to make me wake up no matter what time I got up in the morning, like to get ready for school and clean my room. That was what I had to do before I went to school in the morning. The bed had to be made. My room had to be clean. Now, mind you, I I rode the bus. So sometimes the bus will come at like 645, 7 in the morning. And you're talking about a child who had a child. I had a daughter, so I wasn't in the bed by myself. I had a child. So if I moved the bed or woke up, she was going to wake up. So now I'm navigating through this toddler and trying to clean my room all so that I can catch the bus to go to school. I'm in high school at this point. And then when, when Saturday came and I finally got time to just sleep in and I'm, I'm just exhausted from the week of work, as in school, not like work, work. <laughs> but I also have this toddler that I get up at night with because she's fussing and she can't go to sleep. So Saturday is like, who I get to sleep in? No, sleep where? Nobody's laying in my house this time of the morning. If I'm up, you up and you cleaning. So now that I'm a parent or when I became, I got my own place and did all this. I didn't care what time my kids woke up. I didn't make them clean their room a certain time because I thought that it was stupid. I didn't see the purpose in it as a kid. So now, of course, I'm raising my kids to be the opposite of what I was raised to be because I didn't like it. I couldn't stand it. So now my kids have to clean their room, but it's not like do it now because I said now it's like, okay, keep your room clean. And if I see that it's not clean, then I'll say, Hey, it's time to clean your room. And here's a mess, but it's not a routine thing. Now I shoot myself in the foot for that because again, there's no discipline. There's no structure. So was that the way to be all? Cause I'm in my feelings about how I was raised. Of course not. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. And we sometimes got to get out of our own way in order for us to see what's right for our kids. Not because again, we're sitting here horning in on these old emotions about how we grew up and how we were raised and despised the way that or what our parents taught us. That's called seeking some counseling. You need to get some counseling so you can get rid of all those suppressed feelings that you have about the way you grew up because you're hurting your kids. You are. So if we want the kids to be better, we have to be better. We have to recognize our flaws and recognize where we're going wrong. So if you know right now as a parent and you're listening that you have not taught your child or children one thing, and I don't mean how to make up the bed. I mean, have you taught them about how money works? You know, how the bills operate. I remember I sat down and I I went through all of our bills with, with uh, our, we went through all of our bills with, um, with our son you know, my husband and I, we sat down, we went through and we, we, you know, explained things to him like, Hey, this is how things work. So when you ask for all of this, I need you to see where our money goes. This is how things are lined up. So if your kids don't understand money, how do you expect for them to understand money? Just cause you say, I ain't got no money. Well, we know our mamas was lying when they told us they didn't have any money. That doesn't work. Don't just yell at them. Don't just talk to them. Help them to understand. We all hate those little uh, toddlers that always, why? But why? But why? But why? Because it's important. So yes, everyone needs to understand the why. That's how we become smart. <laughs> that's how we become. Uh, those are. That's just kids being intellectually curious. And a lot of times we ignore that because we don't want to be bothered because we are aggravated. You have to teach your children and you cannot leave it up to the society, to the world, to school system. It is a joint effort. So, yes, the school is going to educate them at a certain capacity on a certain level. But you have to take over and you have to raise them and. A lot of this was why I wanted to get into into counseling in the first place, because I just felt like the adolescence age was just at the time that they could go left or right. They could go up or they could go down. 
They want to do right. They really do. And they want, they're curious and they want to know, but we have to be the ones to navigate them in the right direction and tell them. And just like I tell the kids, adults don't do what we want to do. We do what we have to do. And most of the time we follow the most rules. Who can do what they want to do on their job? Not none of us. So if you're not teaching your kids that there are boundaries, there are rules, there are things that you can and cannot do, then, oh, you, you, that's what's messing them up. No, yes. I said, stop. So when you tell your kids to stop that and they don't stop it, then you, oh, you just created a monster. Just discipline your child in the realms in which you can discipline them. But if they're not learning from the way that you discipline them, then you need to try something else. Let me just say that before I, I run out because I don't need hate mail. Okay, so discipline your kids within the guidelines or within the, you know, the way you can discipline them. But if you're doing a certain way, you're doing it a certain way and you notice that it's not working, then it's time to try something different. Because the whole purpose of disciplining them is just not because they got on your nerves and I just want to get you out my face or punish you. But what can I teach you about this mistake so that it doesn't happen again? And if they're not learning from the way that you discipline to know that, okay, my dad talked to me about this. He said that I shouldn't do this because of these reasons. And I understand why it's important to not do these things. Then I'm not going to do it. Teach your kids, please. We owe it to society. We say the children are our, are our future, right? So if the children are our future, ask yourself a question. How are you preparing them? How are you as a parent preparing them for the future? And if you can't answer that, or you don't know, then it's time to figure it out. So frankly, the fact of the matter is, teach your children. Plain and simple. That's all I ask. Teach them something. So. That's my time. As I always say, I look forward to talking to you all next week. I am going to get out of here. Bye.